welcome to The Writing Forge, where we discuss tips and tricks for honing your writing. I'm Bonnie. I'm Miranda. And we're your hosts. Let's get get into it. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Miranda. I'm Bonnie. And today we're with Christina, and we are talking about... Submissions, submitting to contests, agents, all sorts of things. Um, We wanted to start with letting you introduce yourself for a little bit, Christina. So how did you get to where you are today in writing? It was kind of a long, winding journey. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best. (laughs) Yeah, I actually have a degree in sports medicine. Oh, wow. That's where I started, and I never practiced. And I don't know, I just had been reading my whole life. Uh, Books were a big part of our family. And still are. And then I uh, decided I was never going to wrap another athlete's ankle in tape again. (laughs) And I decided I was going to teach English and art with the idea that I would illustrate and write children's books. That I haven't really done that either. (laughs) (laughs) So many intentions. (laughs) But I did go back and, um, you know, studied English and art and fell in love again with books. I'd never really fallen out of love with them. But um, I would I would never have thought I was going to be a writer. There were a couple times in high school where I was like, you know, I wrote a couple things and teachers were like, yeah, this is really good. And then I was just like, what? I don't think so. <laughs> and um, Imposter and, syndrome. Yeah, total, total imposter syndrome back then. And, um, and then I just started going, I started writing in my journals after college when I was like, what do I do now? And, um, and I started going to this uh, writing group, which was at an Episcopal church, and it was oh. run by the rector of an Episcopal church. Interesting. And he would read passages from the Bible, and he would say, you can either respond directly or you can um, respond creatively and I started writing poetry and I was in there with like a colleague of my mother's she was a teacher art teacher and he was an English teacher and he really encouraged me to keep going and um so I kept going (laughs) and and, um I got a job as a newspaper reporter editor doing sports or (laughs) I was actually a features editor at a, a weekly newspaper in a small town in Michigan. It's still one, I think, one of the oldest independent newspapers in Michigan right now. Still hasn't been sucked up by any conglomerates <laughs> yet. <laughs> Hopefully never. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's where I really just kind of, you know, cut my teeth as a writer. And, um, and I, you know, we, I was writing seven or eight articles a week and interviewing people and hearing people's stories in the small town, which was just lovely. I loved um, just listening to people's stories and writing people's stories. And then I, you know, I was in the meantime, still writing my own and writing poems. And, um, then I decided sort of like my next move was to get an MFA in writing. Mm. And so, yeah, so I went and I applied at a few different schools and got into a wonderful school in Louisville, Kentucky, um, Spalding, can tell you live there because you said Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it was just like a dream to be able to work with great writers in that way and um, to just sort of dive into it and to finally to kind of do something I really wanted to do in an academic way. 
Um, and it was just like, I always tell people it was like writing camp for, you know, I'd go to my <laughs> residencies and it'd be 10 days of just being immersed in it. Um, that's, and I knew I wanted to teach and write and that's kind of what I've been doing ever since. I have a, a book of poems out since nice. then. And, um, you have a short story in the anthology. Yeah, short story. Yeah. <laughs> this year has been a good year. Speaking of submissions for, yeah. you know, getting things published. Um, I've, I've probably been probably one of the, like, as far as my sort of MFA colleagues, probably one of the people who um, hadn't done it as much mm. until more recently. And that's just his bit life got in the way. And, you know, I've been working on a novel for a really long time. And in the midst of all that, put together a chapbook of poems. And so I do a little of everything, essay writing, um, short story writing, poetry but no that's a really great jumping point um and so how do you find places to submit to like where do you where do you go or I guess how do you like yeah I, I don't know I guess that is my question is that the question we want to start I, off with sure okay well how do you find places <laughs> yeah, to submit yeah. to <laughs> yeah I mean I you know I ha I really sort of bumped it up this year but I mean I've been doing submissions for a long time and originally when I was doing it, it was before the internet and and all of that so it used to be I'd just get that big thick um, writer's market that okay. had had um, uh, you know all the information about the um, the literary magazines and um, and you'd have to like send it snail mail and <laughs> You'd get a, you'd wait by the mailbox for your letter that would say, yeah, we want it or no, no. And, um, it was, I mean, in some ways that was a lot more personal and, um, cause you'd get like little handwritten notes on the rejection letters where they'd say, yeah, we liked this poem, but not this time or something like that. Um, but once the internet kicked off, things changed completely and, um, and there are so many resources now for, um, for literary magazines that list literary magazines, I think they are almost putting the writer's market out of business, sadly. <laughs> but um, well, and I was going to say, um, you, for instance, do our newsletter for NCW, and you put in pages full of places for people can submit. So you know, join NCW if you're looking for places to submit. But also, other organizations do that sort of thing. Gather up. Yeah, and I could just kind of curate. I, I try to find the most current because sometimes if you go to places like I, I'll use like newpages.com and it's just basically like a whole database of, of literary magazines and you have to kind of weed through. I mean, they do have lists of some current things. So and some sometimes they're out of date. Or... Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so I really like try to find what's current and what's, um, you know, things that you can submit to right now. And, um, and so there, that was, that's a huge one is newpages.com. I go to, um, Poets and Writers also has a mm. database and they have every issue. They have a classified section where they have open calls. Um, oh, and, and on Facebook, I know there's calls for submissions is like an actual Facebook group. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I'm in there. And, and sometimes I just, you know, I also just, Google what I'm looking for. Um, the Review Review is also a good place to find literary magazines where things have been reviewed. And um, and I know, speaking of our like upcoming conference, mm -hmm. I know um, Wendy Lynn Harris, who's going to be there. She she had 
worked there at the Review Review. I don't know if she still does, but she had. And so, so what is like your submission process like look like? Like, how do you do? You write the thing first, and then look for some place to submit it, or do you look for um, like writing prompts and then write to that prompt and then submit it into the to the company? Because I know that's. That's what I typically do is I'm usually like, I don't, I'm very lazy, (laughs) (laughs) which is probably terrible, but I don't like, like I have stories floating in my mind, but at the moment I'm like really focusing on my novel. So unless there's like something, there's some specific thing that calls to me, I don't usually try to deviate too much from my novel to write something, something shorter, something smaller. I am not a poet, by the way. So I always, I admire people who can do that because I'm like, words, yes. <laughs> if they're not running or shooting people, I don't understand why. <laughs> why would you write those? Why would yeah. you do that? Why, why would like, you just put words? It's it's gorgeous, but yeah. I, uh, like, yeah. we just, we don't connect. My sister is a poet though. And so, so I admire you guys very greatly, but I just, mine is super scattershot. There's no method to my madness. Like some people will just be like, oh, this sounds like you. And they'll like, I'm very grateful to people who send me things my way. Um, and uh, they'll, they will, uh, so like, it'll be like a writing prompt. Like one that I just recently published was talking about, uh, actually, I think it's out, so I can talk about it now. Nice. It's called Elixir Stories of Hope and Healing. Um, and it was talking about, it was looking specifically for fantasy stories about healing. Um, and it is also an LGBTQ uh, anthology. And so I wrote to that and got accepted. Uh, but like, I tend to write to a prompt rather than rather than have a thing and then trying to find places to submit. So is that what you, sorry, it was a really long question to ask. Is that what you do too? Um, Generally, I don't do that. Generally, I have my stories written or my poems written. And then I try to find the literary magazine that they will fit in. Um, And so I, you know, and that's, that's also a process. And that's, requires like reading some of the stuff that they have in there and it's it's, um you you really want to like look at even the littlest things like do they publish mostly first person point of view and you know things like that that are um oh well this one you know this poem is long and you know maybe the poem the poem maybe they tend to publish more poems that are longer and um, in maybe in form, more formal poems, and mine aren't. So then I like that maybe that's not the right one. But um, once in a while, I do write to a prompt. And Did you for the anthology? Yes, I did. <laughs> and I like, like, and normally it's never really worked out that well for me, but that was like a really a big surprise <laughs> that it worked. And, and um, but like once in a while, I am inspired by a prompt. But generally, um, I'm already I've already written some of the stuff that I most of the stuff that I submit, and it's and I don't write that fast either. And I'm working on a novel, so that might be why I haven't like submitted as prolifically as some of my other colleagues, like from my MFA program or anything like that. But so uh, do you adapt any of your, any of the stuff that's already written? Do you try to like, do you submit it as is, or do you try to like tweak it to fit uh, different, like the different magazines and stuff like that? Like you've got the baseline and then do you try to tweak it to meet their specifications or is it like a resume? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yes. (laughs) Your poem must say this. No. <laughs> um, uh, I think what happens is 
um, I will submit a few times or like maybe five or 10 times. And if it gets rejected after a while, I tend to like look at it again. And, and then I'm like, oh no, I need to change this or I need to like revise this yet again. And I mean, I have like two stories in circulation that have been, like in circulation for a really long time. I'm not giving up on them. But because they have actually, it's funny that they each, well, at least one of them had won an award that didn't come with publication. So it's still mm. like so, so makes still it like eligible. Valid, yeah. So I'm like, well, it, there's merit to it. And uh, I mean, it's still like way different now than it was when it won the award. But I mean, <laughs> it, like things have like changed. But I also grow as a writer. And, you know, I learn so many new things or I read different things and I'm like, oh, I really like this and what's going on here. I want to, you know, try to achieve that with this story. So, so speaking of like looking at what people are looking for, I feel like um, it's really important to pay attention to what's written, like follow the instructions. Like if someone says I'm looking for poems like this, then don't submit or or if they say I don't take children's books then don't submit a children's book to them um, how often do you find that that people have kind of specific instructions like that um, quite often even from like little things as like saying don't put your name on mm. the manuscript which was a huge one for the anthology chiaroscuro uh, anthology yeah um, we said we did it all blind and we said don't put your name on here and a surprising number of people put their name in and then that was unfortunately just an automatic rejection so you know yeah absolutely absolutely and and that's i mean you know editors are looking at hundreds and hundreds of manuscripts each sort of submission period and if they can find one little tiny like oh you didn't follow our directions to like get rid of a manuscript. It may be a great manuscript, but you know, they just don't have time to mess with things. And so, yeah, I read everything. And that's, that goes for um, literary magazines that goes for submitting your novel manuscripts to agents. You have to read those, you know, what they want specifically very closely. So even when I do the newsletter and I put the very basic information, it's just the very basic information. Never go off just that. Go click on the, the website. Do, do your research. And go to the submission page. That's why I have it directly, usually directly to the submission page so that you can see exactly. Because if I did that for every single submission, <laughs> our newsletter would be like 100 pages long every <laughs> And it's already at like 50. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so do you keep track of like where you've submitted and if you do like, why I like, is that important? Should people be doing that? Yeah, I have, I did it by hand in the beginning, you know, on a piece of lined paper, um, which I don't know where it's at anymore, but I remember like the year was like 1996 or something. Nice. Um, and then for a while I just had like ta a table, created tables in Word, but now I have a, um, a system in Google Sheets in a spreadsheet system where I basically have the I have the name of the piece and then I have where I've sent it, when I sent it, when it was rejected. I also have so there's one list of literary magazines that I use is the Erica Krauss literate list. It's like the five top five hundred. She she does it every year. I think she just looks at she ranks them, which I kind of loosely look at because um, and I'm always trying to go, you know, I always everything goes to the New Yorker for high ranking. <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, which is like, you know, whatever. Hey, if it, if you make it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
And but, so why why is it important to track where you submit? Um, it's important to track where you submit because um, you don't want to submit the same piece to this to the same publication because uh. Um, uh, that's just a bad form. You know, once you've submitted it somewhere and they've re- rejected it, move on. And, well, and sometimes um, places will not want you to not submit the same piece to other places until they've had a chance to go through it. Alternatively, I think sometimes people will be like, if we've had your piece for X number of months and haven't gotten back to you, then you're fine to to yeah. submit again. So if you keep track of when you submitted it, then you can probably yeah. that fine print stuff again. <laughs> yeah, there are, I think, I think more and more literary magazines are open open to simultaneous okay. submissions That's as long good. as you're kind of upfront with them and say yeah I've submitted this elsewhere and I think it used to be not like that like when I had the writer you know the the writer mag- the the big writers market mm-hmm. um, a lot of them were like oh you, you, we're exclusive you got to send it to us and then wait but then the reality is you, they would be holding a story for like months and months and months and you're like hey you know Someday I want this published, and it just—I think a lot of them. As there were more avenues to do this online through the mm-hmm. submission managers, I think a lot of them saw the reality that it's like just not, you know, realistic to keep it and tell them that they can't send it anywhere else. There still are a few who still say, like, if you send it to the Sun, you mm-hmm. can't send it anywhere. You know, you don't want to be sending it anywhere else. Well, and even with until they say no, right? <laughs> yeah. Even with simultaneous people that allow simultaneous submissions, I think it, it's important to keep track because, like you were saying, you know, if you get ex- if you get if your piece gets accepted in one place, then you need to go tell the other places, hey, it's you can't publish this anymore. We we had that with the anthology actually. We had we had chosen a couple of poems, and and he got back to us kind of late that he was like, oh, uh, sorry, actually, I just published those somewhere else. So we had to rethink everything, and 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 that does. Is kind of frustrating. So yeah, absolutely. Inform, inform, inform. Yeah, make sure everybody has information. So I have an important question for both of you. Okay. That I don't really experience myself because as an editor, but um, rejection is a thing. So, it is. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so so how do you deal with rejection? What's what's your process? I drink. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sometimes it depends. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I know for me, it's gotten, uh, as I have gotten older and with more experience and stuff like that, I am less, like, I still love all of my stories, but I'm less personally attached. Like, I don't attach value to whether or not they've been. To yourself, you mean? To myself or to them, whether or not they've been accepted or rejected because, all right, you know, maybe, like, I did write that in a week and a half. And so it is totally fair that I got a C (laughs) on this project because (laughs) I didn't go through and I didn't, you know, do the editing or do the work that it needed. Or, you know, maybe it just wasn't a good fit. Like, having been on a couple of, like, reading panels, like, sometimes it's just like, dude, this is such a great story, but you missed our theme, man. Like... And so, and so I try, I, it is much easier for me to not take it personally. It's never fun. Mm -hmm. Like you never like to know that someone's like, nope, don't want it. You're like, oh, well, okay, (laughs) I'll take it and I'll go somewhere else then. Like, (laughs) so it's never fun, but definitely, uh, I don't know if there's feedback, I will take it. Otherwise I will just try and like read it over again and see what it might've been that got it rejected. Like, did I not follow directions or was it not polished enough or did it not fit the theme? Things of that nature. Anyway, that's what I do. What do you do, Christine? Um, I cry a little bit (laughs) just for a second. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's time to send it out of other places. I've been, you know, the past year and 
trying to meet the goal of send, getting 100 rejections. So that's still so in a year. Ooh, Actually, like that. your rejections. Yeah, setting a goal for rejections. That may, makes it so, a little more positive. Um, so that's a lot of rejection. And, you know, sometimes it is a little bit much to like, uh, you know, especially when it's like, I don't know, sometimes if, if it's like on a Friday or, mm. or a Sunday, it's like, oh, this was going to be such a great day. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Do you ever make someone else open the letter? I remember when I was applying to grad schools and I like, got the email. I was like, Mom, come read this email for me. Tell me if I got in or not. <laughs> oh, that was actually a really good thing that I heard at one of our... Sorry. I, I, oh, no, no, that's um, okay. <laughs> uh, That was a really good thing that I heard at one of our roundtables mm. um, was that there were these two gals who submitted for each other. They oh. were both poets and they would give each other each other's work and they would submit it on behalf of the other person because what did they say? They said it's so much easier to gloat about someone else's work hmm. or to like sell someone else's work because you are not personally attached to it and you don't feel like you're like you, you're allowed to be excited because you're not being like, yes, Prideful. I did this yeah. thing. Yeah. And so, um, and so they would actually handle the other person's submission. So that is another thing that you can do if you have a really good buddy. That's yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. No, I, um, I open them myself. Sometimes it's like I get the little ding in the morning, like, oh, great way to start a day. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, there are the kind of rejections that are kind of good, too. So those are always exciting to get. And um, even if it's not a publication, um, I always see the positive in those, too, because it just means that the story is, you know, catching somebody or like, you know, writing in, is catching somebody's eye. And they usually come with a like, yeah, we liked it, but we couldn't publish it this time. Send more. And so then I'm always like, all right, let's put them on the list of priority places to send the next thing I create. And no, definitely. So that's yes. another good reason to keep track because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always I always put a little green, like I have like a, I also have a color coding system on my spreadsheets and there's always like, if it, you know, I think it's priority, green, middle priority. Yeah, <laughs> red for total rejection and like, I think I give, give it this like pretty blue if it's got like one of those kind of good rejections where it's like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, and I always celebrate it with like, yay, got a good rejection. Awesome. And, um, yeah. Cause you know, it's, you know, small, you know, small victories for writers. It takes so long. It to, does. It's it important does. to celebrate small victories too. It is. Well, I think we are out of time for today. And so we like to end each session with the question. And so Bonnie, I'm going to throw it to you this time, which, what question shall we ask our audience today? Um, what is your best um, way to deal with rejection? What do you do? We would love to hear from you guys. Hit us up on our socials and let us know. Thank you so much for joining us today, Christina. It was awesome having you. Yeah, yeah. It was great talking to all of you, to you, both of you. Both of you. you. All of you. All <laughs> we are many. You. We are Borg. We are many. <laughs> <laughs>
be sure to become an NCW member. Stay sharp, my friends.